Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. Now cue that music. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Walking Blind Podcast with Mike Perez and the other Mike. We're back. We're back. This is episode eight. Um, you know, we're 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 deep into it, man. We're 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 one above. We're doing it for reals. <laughs> so this is this is the real deal. Um, you know, we're we're one above where we thought we'd be. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I like that. I like that. Our uh... Our initial, our first um, milestone was you're like, if, if let's start. What was it? Let's do three. Let's see how we, if, let's see if we get to three episodes. Let's, let's see what happens after three episodes, and then after that, we can uh, we can move forward and, and see what happens with this podcast. And here we are. You might notice we're back in the living room where we started. Where we started. We're back to basics because we've been doing this podcast for so long that sometimes you need to change the pace and you need to go back to your roots. So eight episodes later, we're 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 back in the kitchen. We're back. We're cooking up podcasts. Back where it started. Back where it all started. But we have we have we have big plans. <laughs> we have big plans. We do have big plans. We got some cool stuff coming up. Actually, I, we got really motivated 
not really because it's New Year's, but just because we figured we needed to switch things up and make things more interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got some cool, cool stuff on the way. <clears throat> yes. That being said, episode eight, mental health check. Where are you at? Um, I think, I don't know. I, I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm doing all right mentally. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to go into too much, but, uh, my, my work is just, it's just stressful. Yeah. It's just, it's just stressful work. Um, I enjoy several aspects of it, but, um, yeah, there's just, uh, it's just a lot, it's a lot, of, a lot of things going on. Um, I think mostly I've just been tired just because I've been, we just get we're a little overworked since we're short staffed. So that kind of thing just added a little, little bit of, um, I don't know, stress. But, uh, but I guess mentally I've been doing all right. Um, I got to see my nieces, which is a nice little recharge. Uh, I saw them for like, well, I saw them for like two seconds yesterday and then I got to go to breakfast with them and my family today. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I've been trying to, uh, been really trying to get into like things that will, um, like kind of, I guess, like help me decompress or help me to, um, kind of just get me, get my mind out of like, out of like work mode. And so, uh, I started the Witcher. Yes. Which, uh, I, I tweeted this out, but I was being a hundred percent serious and I told you about this. That like I'm proud of myself for like watching that show by myself because I'm the biggest wimp <laughs> when it comes to like things that are like kind of scary. And I think it's a, I think it's like real like scary elements to the show. Now I now, I didn't know this yeah, uh, until recent. Like we were sitting at our normal weekend coffee you know meetups with Martin, and you started telling me that you started watching The Witcher, and this whole time I've been like I I'm a big paranormal. I, I like all of it. Monsters, ghosts, demons, goblins, whatever you want to talk about. Like I, I'm into all of these shows, uh, you know, and, and I told Mike to watch the Witcher and I didn't know that you had this, like, like you have a hard time watching anything that's like paranormal or supernatural. And, and the fact that, um, you watch the Witcher with all these monsters and like ghouls and, and ghosties. It's being like so that. brave. <laughs> And I, like, I didn't know that you were afraid of all this stuff. And then Martin would just said it. So matter of factly, he's like, yeah, dude, he hates all that stuff. Yeah. I was like, Oh, well, even though, okay. So I hate, I hate, like, I hate like scary movies. I just don't like them. Don't enjoy them yet. I still watch them because, uh, I feel like on tour, I saw both of the conjuring movies, which are terrifying to me. Um, so yeah, cause I, cause most of the guys in NBR, like they, they kind of, they liked, uh, they like horror movies, or at least it's one of the only things that mostly everyone could agree on, except me. But I got outvoted. Um, <laughs> the only thing I can do that's like scary or like horror, I guess. Is, do do shark movies count as horror? For some people, yeah. Like for some people, like sharks are. So we we had. I used to have another podcast. We had this debate before. Is Jaws a horror movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Movie's terrifying. So I mean, you know, like we, if you're terrified of sharks, then yeah, I guess shark movies would be horrifying. So did you watch like Deep Blue Sea? That's one of my favorite movies. But you, are you afraid of sharks? Um, are you afraid of the ocean? Dude, sharks are probably one of my top fears, like next to like earthquakes. Really? Yeah, yeah. 
I have like a fast. It's like a fascination because they like like I will never ever like shark dive or whatever. I think it's so. It's you say that now, but when the Walking Blind TV show comes out and we're doing all these adventurous things that you never thought you would do, we're gonna go swimming with sharks, dude. Again, if, this is like just like we talked about last week about how I think it's hilarious that you have to pay money to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. I think it's hilarious that you'd have to like pay to go shark diving because it's like you could you you, have to, you literally have to, would have to pay me. I think. What if we pay you? Actually, no. I shouldn't. Have I'll pay you. Well, okay. How about this? We do have a YouTube channel. We have a Walking Blind YouTube channel, right? Um, you know, these episodes all go up on the YouTube channel. Some people watch them. A lot of people don't. <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. You know, it's not like we work on this or anything. Um, but that being said, if we have more content that you don't get in the show that you'll get like on the on the YouTube channel, like, you know, maybe Mike jumps out of a plane. Dude, no way. Or maybe Mike goes swimming with sharks. Oh, because I'm... I, this is where our like complete opposite come in. I will go, I'm into all of it. I'll go with you. No, you're gonna do it too. I'll be your. I'll be the best cheerleader, dude. I will. I will cheer. I will cheer for you. You can cheer from under the water with a scuba tank, dude. I, a snorkel. I was gonna say I would even go on the plane with you to jump out, but I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> those planes are tiny. There's no freaking way I would go on one of those little planes. Um, dude, it, it sounds like it's like the title of an NBR song. This could be like walking blind, facing our fears, facing oh. my fears, <laughs> the fears, the fears that keep me awake at night. I feel like, I feel like this is going to just make me look like the biggest bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like all things. No. I don't know anything I'm scared of. Um, all right. Well, going back. So walking blind, the YouTube series, Mike's afraid of everything, everything. Um, but yeah, so I watched The Witcher, which, um, <laughs> I was trying to make, trying to make it sound like by myself at night. Um, <laughs> You've been trying to make it sound yeah. cool. <laughs> but uh, I, I, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what The Witcher is, it's um, it's hard to explain. But I didn't know. I was literally about to to call Mike and be like. Uh, hey man, like I really wanted to enjoy this, but I just I don't get it, and it's just not for me. Like that's You're what talking I, about season one of the TV season, show. season one of The Witcher, the, of the so, Netflix series. Yeah, and so I was like already kind of preparing, like what I was gonna say, because I was like, man, like there's parts of this stuff that are like interesting and cool, but I just feel like I'm missing so much. And then when I realized, is it a spoiler? Season one spoiler. Yeah, season one spoiler. I guess it's been out. Season two is out now. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's like different timelines, and once I realized what like once I realized that it changed the entire show for me, and I actually was like blown away by how how good it is now that I realize like what's happening when all of it come kind of merges yeah. together and you figure out what's going on, you're like oh yeah, and so <clears throat> once I kind of started to make those connections, it became like super more super more it became <laughs> so so much more enjoyable, and uh, and then now um, as I tend to as I tend to do, I'm I'm on a pretty big deep dive now into I'm, the lore. I'm into the lore, I'm trying to learn as much as I can about the that fake world, which is something that you did with Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, so this is this is scary because <laughs> like Game of Thrones, I've one of my triggers. But I feel like Game of Thrones probably had a lot more content for you to dive into. I mean, The Witcher does have a lot. Don't, okay, it was a book series mm. that was later adapted to a, a video game. And then that was later adapted to a Netflix series. Um, 
And what Mike is referencing is the Netflix series. Yes. So, but uh, yeah, so I got really deep into Game of Thrones, and uh, I'm afraid that's what's happening now with <laughs> The Witcher. I mean, you just quit your job and play video games and review them. Oh, dude. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, how, dude, where are you at? Where's your mental health? Oh man, I'm. I feel like I am. I'm doing that whole. Let me just fake smile my way through everything right now. I talked a little bit. Of, we talked a little bit before the show in the garage, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess long story short is I need to. I need to learn how to take my own advice. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like last week I talked about friendship and uh, you know relationships and like. I've, I've recently found myself like, um, in a situation where I'm like kicking and screaming and fighting to hold on to a friendship Mm. that is just like not, you know, not working anymore. So it's kind of one of those, like I'm bummed and I know the reality of it, but it's still hard to not be bummed about it. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, just cause Just because I think when you, like just because you get to a point where you're like, okay, this is clearly something I need to like move away from or step yeah. away from, I, like doesn't mean it's like gonna feel good. Yeah, you know, or it's, that it's it's, gonna... it's not gonna be fun. It's not gonna be great. Yeah, but yeah, man. Other than that, I mean, you know, considering that this is the New Year's episode, this is the first episode of 2022. Um, you know, I guess it's kind of one of those like. I don't like to say resolutions because I break 10 out of 10 of my resolutions like, or at least nine out of 10 of my resolutions. But like, you know, it's just something to think about moving into the new year. Um, like what, what, what do you do here moving forward? How do you progress? How do you move on type of the, type of the deal? You know, well, we'll say about this. I kind of put you on the spot a little bit. What are, what are some things you're going to try to do to kind of, Get uh, well. Move through. This. I'm gonna make a lot of bad decisions. I'll probably be there for most of them. <laughs> You'll probably be there for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, man. I think I really think it's just like I said, taking my own advice. Like I said last last week, like you have to stop. I have to stop um, thinking about like the what ifs and like what could be, you know. And then also like holding on to the past of like, oh man, it was so cool this you know we were so close whatever and then just kind of accept that this is the reality of this situation and then just move forward i mean it's not easy to do like it's not easy it's not easy to lose somebody who's really like in reality like one of your best friends right. you know like you you think about that relationship you think about that that time frame and you're just like i you know how do you walk away from that how do you walk away from somebody that knows you better than most people do you know and unfortunately, like things just change, things just switch and people grow in different directions. People, you know, make decisions, take turns that, um, you really wouldn't, you know, there's no predicting it. There's no, you know, there's no real answer to the whys, but you just kind of have to roll with the punches and, and you know. I say all this like I'm talking in third person and I'm supposed to be talking to myself. So once again, <laughs> New Year's resolution. It's a lot easier to give people advice than to give yourself advice. Yeah, you know oh, what dude, I mean? It's hard as hell. 
It's like a uh, it's like I, hitch. Yeah. Well, it's like I do, I do all the time. Like when I, I'm giving advice to people, as I'm telling them, I'll even be like, straight up. I know this is difficult. I don't even know if I can do this, but this is. Yeah. I feel like this is this is like kind of like the right move. Should you do it? I, it's hard. I have a hard time doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it sucks because like the whole reason we started doing this show, I think, was because you you know like we've both been in scenarios where we've attempted to help give people advice. You know, mm-hmm. attempted. Um, or just, you know, been somebody to talk to or been somebody, you know, and then when you're that guy all the time and then you turn around and you have to apply it to yourself, it's not, it's not <laughs> easy whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just definitely, uh, it's definitely a, an interesting dynamic. Yeah. It's but like, I said, it's like that movie hitch with Will Smith with relationships give all the advice in the world but your relationships are god awful (laughs) mine are bad that that movie hit me really i'm sure it hit a lot of people or maybe not that movie hit me in such a weird way because like you really don't know what it is that'll be what attracts you to someone and i guess it doesn't have to be like in a romantic way but like in all kinds of stuff like there's there's certain like people who it's like you would never think they'd be friends or they'd ever think or they'd date but then you're like there's just things that they both have something about them that is like been so probably so weird to everyone else, but to them it's like their thing. Yeah, and yeah. like I was like, oh, dude, I was like, that's such a cool that that whole <laughs> we're gonna start talking our hitch movie review from twenty years later, uh, like when the scene where where she's like, and so you set up the the dropping the mustard on his shirt <laughs> and the really <laughs> bad dancing, and he's yeah. like, all that worked for you, like yeah, that's all the shit that I told him not to do, you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> hitch. And since we're on this topic anyways, Hitch and uh, what was that movie? Good Luck Chuck are like the two, the two movies that I was like, oh, man, everybody I've dated gets married after me. What's Yeah, literally <laughs> uh, every, girl, every girl I've ever dated except for one is like married with kids. Huh. So if you guys are looking for uh, Prince Charming or you're looking for the one, date Mike first. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's mean. Nah, that's true. That's mean. It's happened to me too, though, for what it's worth. Yeah, you know, once they meet us, they're like, ooh. They're like, wow, there is there is good in the world. There's so there's good somewhere else. <laughs> there's good somewhere else in the world. <clears throat> so so if it looks if I look like I'm like checking my phone a lot, it's because I am. It's because he is. He's looking I put, for questions. I, yeah, I put out for, I put out questions and uh, yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, man, so that being said, uh, it's one of those, gotta, gotta keep on keeping on. And I'm also, uh, 2022, I'm bringing in that energy because I've got the uh, the Bass Pro Shops hat on. I was going to say. And, uh, you know, I, I know that this has become the, uh, the icon for fuckboys worldwide, <laughs> but last time I was at the Bass Pro, Martin and I saw these hats and they were $7.99, and so we just both had to get one. And uh, that's that's where I'm at. Dang, it's so expensive. You could have got. It's, it's weird. You could have like. I guess you ran out of, ran out of money to like. Yeah, I know. I could have had. I could have had it in three different colors, but <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't want to overspend my budget. Dude, this is not. This is like kind of off. This is this is off topic, but you said three different colors. Um, one of my gang signs one of my now, favorite right? one of my favorite uh, windbreakers. Um. By the way, people, he has more than one windbreaker. They're just, he wears them, you know, interchangeably and you can't tell the difference. 
Yeah, I literally have like four. I used to have three of the exact same windbreaker. Really? Yeah. And now I'm down to one. I don't know where the other two went. One of them that I ripped, <laughs> I ripped the zipper. Um, and then I don't know where the other one went, but yeah. One of them's over there. Yeah. I start and I, another thing I, I kind of started doing was, uh, if I like something like, especially if it's like a plain black shirt, like a style, I just buy multiple ones of the same thing. And I, I did that with, uh, I found these like collared shirts that I liked. The polos. Yeah. And I own multiple ones. Like the red <clears throat> one you saw, I own three of those, dude. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't shock me in the least bit. Uh, well, these these shirts, these uh, built they're basics, dude. they're expensive, but they last for forever, dude. Uh, wait, were you the one that told me about Jiffy? I don't think so. Or Jiffy or Jif- Jiffy? I think. I don't think it was me because I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, there's just there's like it's like a wholesale T-shirt, not T-shirt. It's just wholesale for clothing. And um, the website. It's a website. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I saw this. Oh, I know how I found it. I was I was looking at these. Um, uh, dude, I don't know if I want to blast them on here. It's like negative. Mm. Anyway, there's a t-shirt company that gets that you was getting like promoted super hard for me on uh, Instagram. And so I was like looking at the, the you know, I, wanted to, I was like, oh, they, they fit. They seem like they fit well. And, um, you know, but they're like 40 bucks. For like these plain shirts, but they fit well, and so I like went online. And I started looking for like reviews on it to see like if they really were if they're really worth like a, like forty bucks, like a plain black t shirt. I don't know. I, I think like, I know which company you're talking about. Yeah, and so as I was so I was as I was like looking for reviews, the very first video I found was this guy basically showing how they this company buys next level. Mm-hmm. Next level t-shirts. And just rebrands them. They cut off the tag, the next level, and then they rebrand them. And, and those, so the next level shirts, uh, you can buy them from this website, jiffy.com, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's where I go. Cause you can buy them for four bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So I saved quite a bit of money <laughs> and, um, it was insane. Like they really do like the other, other t-shirt company. Really does cut the tags off, put their own stamp on it, and then resell that same cheap shirt for forty that's, bucks. That's ninety percent of American business, man. I don't like that. <laughs> no, but uh, anyway, so yeah, that's my. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, I have a ton of like those like next level black T-shirts. I've I've green, I have white, I have um, I got a navy one. I have some red ones. Um, mostly black though, but mostly black. Um, that that. Reminds me, so we we want to do some merch. Yep. We want to know if you guys would be interested in us doing merch. So maybe we should put like a little poll up on the gram or something like that. And be like, hey, would you guys rather? See, what do you want to see first? You want to see hats? You want to see shirts? You want to see coffee mugs? Let's just you know? do it all. Let's do it all at once. Let's do it. Yeah, man, this show is gonna break us financially. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do. it. Speaking of coffee mugs, shout out to my homie uh, Jesse for the coffee mug. It says, "Get that corn out of my face." From one of my favorite movies of all time, Nacho. <clears throat> all right, so let's let's jump into. You want to jump into questions? You want do you want to talk about? Um, do you want to talk about episode one of Book of Boba Fett? 
Oh, uh, let's do questions first, and then we can okay. jump into that. Okay. Or actually, hmm, no, let's. Oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Let's do questions last. We, okay. we still have questions coming in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my phone's going off of questions too. So, what do you what do you think? Uh, Book of Boba Fett. We watched episode one while we were. Uh, mind you, if you watch Mike's store or uh, our post on the walking blind Instagram, you'll notice that Mike Perez, um, framed his question perfectly. It took 38 minutes for him to get set up for the video. Um, in the, in the time that he was setting up his setup, I grilled some shack burgers. <laughs> good. Have you, I don't know if you guys have ever had the burgers um, that Shaq has his face on and he's holding the stack, but they're like brisket and Angus beef, I think, and they're they're pretty fire. They're really good. Really good burgers. Enjoy them. Um, anyways, yeah, so while we were uh, setting up for the show today, we were eating food and we decided to watch episode one of Book of, Book of Boba Fett, and I want to know your thoughts, because you're not a huge Star Wars guy, right? Um, I feel like I'm just I'm just enough of a fan to get excited when anything Star Wars comes out. There's a friend of ours who's real upset with you right now, but uh, she will not be happy with you. Um, <laughs> I I feel like I'm little. I feel like I'm like more than just like a passive fan. Like I feel like, you know, I've seen all the movies. Uh, I've watched most of the shows. I haven't seen any of the animated ones though. Hmm. Um, but uh, I don't like. I don't really dive that deep into star wars lore i guess okay i just know i just like i guess uh as i'm saying this i sound very like uh what was the word um like almost like a passive fan because i really i literally (laughs) watch it most of the major you're like i very much sound like i don't like star wars (laughs) (laughs) no i do i enjoy it like i get I, i get excited when like a star wars movie comes out um what did you think of the mandalorian I like the Mandalorian a lot, actually. Okay. I like the Mandalorian. Um, did I you did, did you cry? At, it's been long enough, so spoilers. Did you cry at that final scene? I didn't cry, but I was stoked. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, I think actually, I think like like uh, like for um, I don't know if where this puts me in the Star Wars like discussion of fandom, but uh, I really like Rogue One. Okay. Like I, I really think, liked Rogue One. Too. I think that's one yeah. of my favorite, like one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Like, um, uh, what's it called? Shoot, the, of the new trilogy, the first one. Mm. Why am I spacing on that? I know I am too. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. By the way, I'm not a I'm not an insane Star Wars fan either. Uh, but I remember when that was coming out, I was, I was, uh, like, I was like excited. I was excited for like a new trilogy. Um, uh, I didn't really like the uh, prequels. Um, that's going to bother me. Keep talking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really that big on the prequels. Like I honestly, this is, this, I don't know if this might offend many, but I, if anyone who knows me, I don't really fall asleep during movies. Mm-hmm. I've fallen asleep several times trying to watch those movies. I don't think I've ever admitted that out loud. <laughs> Wait, say that again? I've fallen asleep several times trying to watch the prequels. Oh. Well, yeah. 
I guess that makes sense though. But I don't. I'm like I don't fall asleep during movies. But I think the thing about the prequels that we have to understand is that, like George Lucas really tailored that to like a way younger audience than us mm-hmm. at the time. You know what I mean? Like he, I I really don't. They felt so like boring. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, it's the prequels are kind of one of those things where it established like some cool lore and established some cool things, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, they were, they were cool for the time, I guess. Visually, they were really cool. I mean, I thought the pod racing stuff was really cool. Um, I really did think the Anakin Padme stuff was really weird, but yeah. I guess that's the story that they wanted to tell. But uh, so so okay, so Rogue One is like I think one of my I don't know if, I don't know if it's my favorite Star Wars movie, but it's definitely one of them. But it's just because of the ending scene where you finally get to see Vader be Vader. Yeah, like yeah, you finally get to see the the Sith Lord that everybody was afraid of and yeah. terrified of in the galaxy. Um, because that's something you didn't really see in you know, the initial three movies, the original Skywalker trilogy. Um, and which is what made the man, the ending of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Not like, cause it, you know, they're the same. Yeah. That's not a spoiler, right? No, yeah. eh, not now. Force awakens, force awakens, the force awakens, uh, last Jedi and rise of Skywalker were the newest ones. I honestly think, and I may get shit for this, but I honestly think that, um, the TV series that they're doing, um, are so strong, mm-hmm. like compared to like the, like I, this is a hot take that people probably won't agree with me, but I liked, I liked solo. I liked that movie. It was fun. Yeah. It was, I, I, it was like a fun movie and I get why people are upset. Oh, it's not, it's not, whatever. Like I liked the movie. It was cool. Um, <clears throat> but I think that the, the star Wars series, that they're producing, um, you know, Mandalorian, even episode one of Book of Boba Fett was pretty cool. Um, and then the fact that we're going to see uh, Ahsoka Tano, she's getting her own series, right? Uh, From the Mandalorian, the Jedi. Oh, the, yeah, the camp, yeah. Yeah. And the fog, the fog scene, the fog episode. Um, God, how dare you? Star Wars fans everywhere are so I know. Nice right now. <laughs> Um, and then we're going to get it, uh, hopefully going to get the Obi-Wan series too. Um, you know, so there's some cool stuff coming. Episode one of the, of Book of Boba Fett though, I like the direction that they're heading in, like making, you know, oh damn, I was going to give away spoilers, (laughs) making, making him take the role that he, he's taking, um, and kind of get the direction that he's going in or what seems like he's going in the series looks pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and visually it looks really cool. Yeah, I like that they gave us a little. Uh, they kind of explained how he's here. <laughs> yeah, but um, can I? Oh man, I, I want to tell a story, but I kind of don't want to throw Sarah under the bus. Why? I guess not. I just already said her name. Anyway, yeah, you already. Said, <laughs> um, do you want me to? Do you want me to bleep that now? Nah, whatever. Um, <laughs> so. I love, I love going to the movies. It's like one of my favorite things. I love getting my tickets ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I love being able to pick my own seat, just so that you know you can show up and you don't have to worry about like where you're gonna sit. Like I love that's like, that's like one of my when that when that started happening, 
That was the best thing ever. It was the best thing ever. And I never understood why it wasn't like a thing sooner. Just because everything else, you know, you pay for what you want to, you know, see or whatever. Um, and so I remember, okay, so again, when The Force Awakens, it was like, I was excited. Everyone, you know, everybody was excited. I was excited. And um, <laughs> I had gotten tickets for opening night. I was able to get tickets. It was like, you know, kind of kind of a big, it was hard. I remember being like difficult to do and I was able to do it. So I got two tickets. And uh, Sarah, who I was dating at the time, she, uh, you know, she was like, yeah, yeah, you know. Like I told her, I was like, hey, movie starts, you know, whatever, like at six. So let's try to leave by like, you know, five-ish. Maybe what movie was this? coffee. Force Awakens. Oh, okay, okay. And so, so uh, yeah, so she, you know, and she's like, yeah, 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 I'll be ready. So like I go to pick her up and she's like not even close to being ready. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? We have time. You didn't prepare for this ahead of time. Like you, you were dating her. You knew how long it took her to get ready. No, that's the thing, dude. She's, she was normally like pretty good at that. Okay. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know, it, nothing. I, I was just like, okay, this is, you know, whatever. Not, not total, a total surprise. She's not ready, but like, this is fine. But she was like not ready at all. So I was like, okay, it's weird. And so, um, you know, so I'm just like, uh, I was like, yeah, no, we're good. Like we still got, you know, we still got time. It's probably just. We probably won't get. We probably won't be able to get like coffee or whatever, or you know, on the way in. But it's fine. We'll just you know, and uh, <clears throat> and so like you know, times times going by, and I'm like all right, like you almost ready. So like, yeah, I'm almost ready. Anyway, we were late, like <laughs> late, like preview, like missed all the previews, and we got there late. And now, I, like, hold, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. How vital are watching the trailers to you? Uh, not as vital anymore. Okay. Because every trailer is online. Just, is online now. But uh, seeing it on back the big then, screen. It, yeah. I say back then, 2015. They were still already online at that point. Yeah. Well, I was okay with that. Okay. I'm okay with missing the trailer. I'm okay with missing trailers as long as we're like, you know, gonna, you know, we're sitting down in the movie. We're going to watch the movie. Um, but, uh, but we were so late. So we missed the trailers and we, we missed the first like 10 minutes of the movie. That's how late we were. We were so late. Like, and then you got to do that shuffle. Like, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. My bad. Excuse me. And like, I don't even know if we got popcorn or drinks. I'm <laughs> like, anyway. She's like, well, what about the snacks? You're like, you don't deserve snacks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just say like, this is probably sounds probably funny to Mike, but like to movies, I'm never. I don't like being late to movies. Yeah. And so. Yeah, so that was real. Anyway, that I mean, it's funny now, and it's not like it was like the greatest movie or anything. So I, I'm, you know, I'm, gl- I, I'm glad it, it didn't really start a fight or anything. I can say <laughs> uh, I was, I was pretty bummed out, but uh, it was fine. Like we were. We Would moved, you have won? We moved fight? past it. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> I like physically. Yes, I'm bigger than her. <laughs> I liked. I liked the new movies. I, I think I liked the new movies a lot better than, um, than most. Than most. I. So it's funny because my cousins, Philip and Nathan, and Nathan was young when the prequels came out, but Philip especially, like, Philip loved them because it was like that was the Star Wars for his, yeah. you know, yeah. his generation. And like he loved the original movies because our uncle, my uncle, his dad was really big. His dad was actually really big into Star Trek. Mm. Um, which I didn't develop an appreciation for until like maybe within the last couple of years. 
and then I fully watched like all the old Star Trek series, like with John Luke Picard and like even the like like yeah. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I, I get these now. Like, you know, maybe it's just age. But I remember watching them as a kid being like, This is so boring. Like it's all diplomacy. Like everywhere you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's the space battles? Um Anyways, but for so for Philip, Philip grew up watching the Star Wars movies. So when these prequels came out, like he, it, it, that was his shit. And honestly, I didn't even watch the prequels until like they were on DVD, and I was at his house. And then I started watching them, and I was like, "Oh, okay, you know, at least the first one." Um, and then after that, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is kind of cool, you know, whatever." I'll get into it. And I didn't get into Star Wars until later, but I only got into it because of like him. And then, like, I read, like, the Rogue Squadron books and stuff like I played the video games and stuff like that. But I was never, like, a diehard, diehard. So, like, I really, I'll watch every movie. I'll be there, premieres and stuff like that. But I was mm-hmm. never, like, a, you know, a diehard fan. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about these new series. I really think that at first when, when Disney acquired it, I was like, oh, man, it's going to go to, it's going to go to shit, you know, whatever. And then when I saw, <clears throat> excuse me, when I saw the, um, like the first thing that they did was like the, uh, was it like Star Wars, not Star Wars Rebel, the Clone Wars, like the animated stuff. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I, and I still haven't watched all of it, um, but from what I'm understanding, from what I'm told, they establish a lot of the lore in those cartoons. Mm. So like, when when Disney acquired Lucasfilm, there's a lot of stuff like from the books and the extended universe that got thrown away. And the stuff that they kept was a lot in like the Clone Wars and Rebels and like all those animated series. They kept a, like a lot of the old backstory in those series and then the new movies kind of moving forward. Mm. So if you really want to deep dive on the Star Wars, I guess you got to watch all those. But I'll, you know. I want to watch the ones of Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. I think it's, <laughs> is that Clone Wars or... Uh, I think so. I think or, he was in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Or maybe Rebels. I don't know. But, yeah. So Boba Fett was episode one was uh it was it was interesting. It's cool. Random parkour for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of the uh it's it's weird how this desert town is really built for parkour. Mm-hmm. Um it's a lot of platforms all over the place, <laughs> a lot of rods you can spin on, a lot of poles, you know. I, it's funny because I, I think I said like I saw a guy do like one little like like wall jump, and I was like <laughs> like parkour, and I was just having like the, that quick internal dialogue <laughs> like why'd you say that like it's just like one thing you why it's like that's not just, the guy just jumped why would you why would you <laughs> immediately go to parkour, and then it was like straight up parkour yeah like, they were doing parkour <laughs> jumps and like wall runs and all that stuff I was like okay never mind yeah okay, okay. my instinct was correct yes, but uh. Yeah, it was good. It was interesting. It's, you know, I definitely want to see the next episode. Um, I thought it was cool. To, I mean, to kind of see how he how he's still here, you know. Yeah. Um, there's there's a um, there's a clip of. Oh, who was it? There's a clip of uh, Pat Oswalt, I think there's a clip of him like I think he was pitching like a Boba Fett movie or like pitching like a Boba Fett something. And this is going to be a spoiler, but sorry. Um, so, and, and like word for word, he's like, um, pitching this idea of how you see Boba Fett, like get out of the Sarlacc pit and word for word as he's doing it, 
this was like the only thing I saw from the book of Boba Fett before we watched it today. It's a clip of like Boba Fett making his way out of the Sarlacc pit. And even down to like Patton Oswalt like, is like, and then you just see this desert sand and then a fist punch out of the sand. And then as he's saying that in the clip, you see the fist Wait, punch so out of the, the sand. Wait, is he one of the writers? I don't know. I don't know what this is from. I just happened to see it. I think we were scrolling through our TikTok or something like that the other day. And I was like, cool. Also, <laughs> I want you to know, if you saw it on the camera, I just felt this little bit of disappointment in myself that I was like, hey, we were scrolling through our TikTok. <laughs> and I found this. We have a shared joint TikTok. Oh. I'm in my mid-30s, guys. Just now discovering the the world of TikTok. I, uh, so I'm... The TikTok I'm using is our walking blind. We have a walking blind TikTok. I'm going to start sending all the videos to the walking blind one then. So yeah, do it. Because I don't have... So I haven't been able to get into my um, my uh, my TikTok in like, we're, I guess it's been over a month now. And uh, I just got back into Facebook. I was able to finally get back into my Facebook. Um, but yeah, I can't I can't get in. I, I, liked, I liked TikTok. It's funny. There's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of like, it's like really easy to get like, it's so easy to get just completely like go down a rabbit hole of anything. Cause like I put in like raccoons. Oh, I'm sure yours is. It's awesome. I can put in, um, oh, what's some, oh, conspiracies mm-hmm. are fun on there. There's a ton of like, and they're like quick, you know, they're quick mm-hmm. little things. So it's like you can get through oh, so much. Um, Anyway, yeah, I like TikTok, and it's a really, a really dangerous, um, <laughs> dangerous for like t- uh, just like eating up all my time. Yeah, so. yeah, it's dangerously close to taking up a lot of your life. Yeah, <clears throat> but I, uh, I recently got back on Facebook too, like not that long ago, with the sole intention of, all right, let me get back on Facebook and create a walking blind podcast page. Oh, we have one. No. Oh. <laughs> We have a, uh, it gets busy, okay? We get busy. I, I solely, that's the sole reason I reactivated my Facebook. And I had, this is how long it's been since I had been on Facebook. I had friend requests that were seven years old. Dang. So if you had added me on Facebook, sorry, don't take it personal. I just, you know. Don't take it personal. He just looked at your name and kept going. Yeah, I just looked kept at your going. name and left it there for seven years. <laughs> Chris, Chris, um, even I, when I was at his house uh, like a week or two ago, um, he was like, I was like, yeah, I just happened to get back on Facebook and I saw this thing. He's like, yeah, dog, I had an invite for you for like six years. And then I, I realized that you were never going to add me back. So I just deleted it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I just added you just now. He's like, fuck, Michael. <laughs> uh, my, this doesn't hold any weight to anyone. We have a, our friend Chris and um, my brother, who's a pastor. <laughs> is like Chris is like biggest fan, and it's just Chris being Chris. We're all Chris's biggest. Fan. Oh yeah, but Chris just being Chris is just funny. He just like he's always posting just the most. He's just like funny stuff on his on his face Facebook, and so like and I'm not ever on Facebook. So my my brother would be like, "Did you see what Chris <laughs> what Chris posted?" I was like, "No, no, I didn't." I don't know. It's just funny. My brother hitting me up to tell me about shit my friends post. I actually have like one of the oldest posts that I have saved on my Instagram is, is actually a video of Chris. Oh, is it the, the famous Wiener Central one? Yeah. I'm going to play it for you guys on, on the pod. Um, Oh no. Did he get rid of it? Is it gone? Hold on. Stuff like that never leaves. 
stuff like that never disappears from the internet. So what, what would you give? Do we want to do ratings? For, no, I don't want to do ratings. Yeah. I don't think we need to do ratings. It was good. I'll watch. I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'll watch episode two of Book of Boba Fett. But I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like stay up till midnight. It's gone. Damn. It was a funny video of Chris ordering Winter <laughs> uh, <laughs> Central. I can't. I feel like it doesn't do any justice for us to tell what happened. Yeah, no. One of these days, I'll find the video again, or I'll ask him to send it to me because I'm sure he still has it. At the at the end, if we do our job correctly, at the end of this episode, we'll have it. Yeah, we're not gonna do our job correctly. <laughs> All right, so let's 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 jump into our questions. Let's 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 go into the question world and see what's up. Um. So we have a question from uh, Jeremy. Our uh, He's actually the drummer of your punk band, Burner State. Um, And he said, I have a hard time living in the present and consistently think about events in the future, which causes me causes some anxiety. Has that topic come up? I guess you could discuss living in the present, how you keep your mind on the here and now, or if you guys have that problem as well. You know, it's funny is like, I have this problem, but mine is more in the past than the future. You're constantly about your past. I call it constantly think about my past. I constantly have this anxiety of like, what could I have done differently or what could I have done better or hmm. what could I have done, you know, like to change things. But then like, you know, in like the, in the weird comic book way, I'm like, Oh, well, I wouldn't be here right now if you know, I hadn't done all these things. You know what I mean? But I still always think about like, <laughs> I like how you said comic book <laughs> in the reality way. No, I'm, I'm, I think about it in the, in the sense of like, like flashpoint, right? You go back in time, you change one thing, everything yeah. changes, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely am someone who does the whole future thing for sure. The past for me is I'm kind of, I feel like I'm, I, I think I'm pretty good at accepting like, you know, the whole things happen for a reason. Um, you know, like a, the easy one for me would have been like, oh, I should have kept trying, you know, doing music. Should I have kept doing that? Yeah. Like my mind can can, def- can definitely go there. But um, I just reminded myself that like had I not stopped when we did, uh, continuing with music would have been very dangerous for me. And so. Why, why dangerous? Because I was getting, I was like, that's probably, that's probably towards the end, towards the end of MBR's time. I would say it's probably like the height of like a lot of like my really dark uh like my depression was pretty bad and I, I i do remember times when like you guys would be home from tour and like you know we'd have at, at that time like my house was normally like one of the places that we would go to like hang out and party because i was renting i was renting a big house with our our buddy bobby d and it was only the two of us in this house and that place was set up like the ultimate bachelor pad like yeah. there was like seven couches pool tables and stuff like that and it was like an open door policy. Anybody that had the garage code could just be on your couch in the morning when you would come downstairs. Um, so we'd constantly find people or like people would be touring and like, you'd wake up like, Oh, whose van is in my front yard? And you know, whoever it was. Um, but there were times that I, like I can vouch for that. I remember we'd be at like parties or we'd be hanging out and then you would have this, like, like you were there, but you weren't really there. You know, like you were just kind of like, I'm hanging out, but I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Type scenario. I felt really, uh, like, especially some of that, I just, I felt like really like checked out, I guess. 
Yeah. Too. There was one night you and I, 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 I don't know if you remember this. There was one night you and I got super, super drunk because we were drinking together. Sorry, mom. And uh, you had a, a handle of captain and you were being casual. Mike, you're holding the handle of captain. You're like, you and I are talking and it just slips out of your fingers and it just drops <laughs> on the floor and shatters. Shatters right? everywhere. And both of us had been drinking so much that we both just looked down at it and then looked up at each other and we continued our conversation, <laughs> right? Can't be bothered. And, and uh, my poor, poor girlfriend at the time, Michelle, Shelly, um, was just walking through with a mop, just cleaning up after us. Like, And she didn't really drink. She didn't really party at the time. So like, she was just hanging out with all of us. And she was just cleaning up after us. And I think that was the same night when I was, I was so intoxicated that um, I was walking through and I was opening up cabinets. And do you remember when McDonald's had those deals where you'd order a combo and you'd get like a Coca-Cola glass? Yeah. So we had a ton of those. We had a ton of those at the house. And I was just, I don't know what I was upset about, but I was like, all these glasses in here. You see this? This came from McDonald's. And I would just throw it behind me and like shatter on the floor. And we were just pulling glasses out of the cabinet and just throwing them on the floor. And here's the girls like walking behind us was with I a push broom. You weren't but oh, because like, you had dropped the bottle. And I was like, don't worry about it. Look at this. And I just uh, dropped the <laughs> bottle. And it was like just the, the, yeah, it was one of those nights. One of those nights. But you could definitely tell like at that point in time, you were just, you had a girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. at that time not at the very end I don't think at the very end of the run I don't think you were dating anybody but like leading up to the end of or the last few tours for yeah. well they, at did. the very end of touring I was starting I think it's when Sarah and I were starting to kind of yeah but um yeah that was uh I don't know I just it was like one of those things where I feel like and I'm mean, gonna, gonna get on we don't have to get on to this on this episode uh, I'm down to talk about this at another time but uh, yeah, the more I feel like the more successful uh, NBR started getting, the harder it got. It got for me, just because um, that's just kind of how like I think my 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 brain just uh, doesn't let me enjoy things. Is it is it because things got easier, or is it because mm. because things felt too good? Sorry for the dogs in the back. Probably I don't know. Maybe if, maybe like things being like too good because I I never. I'm, <laughs> MBR has never really felt easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I felt like, especially for us, we never like, we can never do anything like easy. Um, but, uh, I think it was just more of like, uh, just maybe just higher expectations. Um, and, uh, and also, um, you know, like the best problem was that, you know, more people started to like approach me and want to talk to me and stuff. And, uh, and I think it was just getting really hard. That's why I say it got dangerous because, it got really hard for me to, cause I'd never been, uh, I didn't go to school for any of this. I, I, at the time I didn't know, I didn't have any training on how to like disconnect from something that I heard. And I was like losing sleep, you know? Cause it's like, it's one thing if like some total stranger will tell me some really horrific story, right? Like that, that can stay with me. It's just cause I'm like, dude, I don't know how to turn this off. I don't know. Like I can't stop thinking about this, but then like, you know, towards the end of our time, time with MBR, I started to really get more friends yeah. to, to com- start confiding in me or like sharing things with me. And then now it's like people that I like, you know, I care about they're friends of mine. And so that made, that was hard. That was hard to hear. Cause like there's things like, um, there's just some things that are really hard to hear. 
and especially when you now when you know the person it makes it even more difficult to like just be able to like you know okay now i'm gonna just have a fun night you know my friends it's like no like you're yeah kind of and for the way the way i work is i'm constantly wanting you know i want to help and i want to be you know i want to have i want to have advice i want to be able to like you know fix things and so I, I overthink and I, you know, constantly, I can't let it go. And so I just chew on it, chew on it, chew on it. And then, you know, I was losing sleep on tour and tour and sleep is like major for me on tour. Um, and so I just, yeah, it was just getting really, it was getting like really, really difficult. And, um, yeah, I think had, I kind of, I think I said this on our last podcast, but had we kept going, had we like not had the accident and all that stuff, we would have broken up and it would have been like ugly think yeah because i think guys would have just started like just like straight quitting like at least with martin when martin quit it was kind of like we all we're like we get it like, yeah like we understand and uh and that wasn't a it uh, it wasn't really an easy decision for him to make either mm -mm. you know like it was just a i have to kind of do this but so that being so going back to what jeremy said then how do you stay present now like now that you know, the, the constant touring is done. The, um, you know, shows are, well, shows aren't done, but yeah. you know, it's not a consistent everyday, like making a living type thing. Um, how do you, how do you stay in the present and how do you not stress out about the future? Uh, well, I kind of stress out about the future a little bit. Um, just cause there's like so many things that I want to do. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, but I also, I feel like I'm, I also, something I've been trying to do, especially like as of lately is, you know, I'm trying to give myself things to look forward to. Right. And so, and that's like, you know, talked about this before. It's like, it could be just daily things I look forward to. Uh, you know, I like, uh, you know, a reward for waking up is I get to go to my favorite coffee shop and get coffee. That's like something I look forward to, you know, um, I look forward to like, I look forward to like our, our Saturday meetups. Like that's something to look forward to in the week for me, which we, we didn't do this weekend. Uh, well, we did on Friday. Yeah. But then like low key Saturday morning rolled around. I was like, I can't. And then Sunday or this morning rolled around. I was like, I have so much to catch up. I felt guilty this uh, morning. Cause I was like, I want to go get coffee, but I, I, I got so much to do. Well, also it was closed. I think on Saturday, on Saturday, Saturday makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So I kind of give myself things to look forward to. And so, I'm trying, I try really hard. Actually, this, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing like, I'm not good at saying that in the present, but, um, <laughs> like I'm trying to get excited about things in the future, like things that I'm, I want to do. I'm trying to be excited about that. Um, and I guess just to focus, how to focus on the now, I don't think I'm not, I don't think I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Am I good at being present? I feel like I'm kind of good at being present, I guess. Yeah, you've gotten better. I think. I think I think I feel like I'm pretty good at like being okay like in the now. I don't know. I don't know. I think for for me it's tough because when you're I mean like I said like I I tend to have anxiety a lot about the past. Like I'm really good at just being like, "Oh man, I could have approached that situation better. I could have done this better. I could have said this, things better. I could have said things differently. I could have done that, you know? Um, and a lot of that just boils down to just like, 
you know, I do have a hard time um, not being in the present, but I have a hard time dealing with what comes from my actions or my decisions sometimes. Mm. Like, and that's, and that's kind of like, like I think about the future a lot and it really stresses me out. But at the same time, like, like if I, like I, either direction it goes, whether it's stressing about the past or stressing about the future, I'm going to be like a giant ball of anxiety if I start thinking about it. Um, but I think I have more anxiety about past stuff is because I can't fix it. Mm. And I hate that. Like I hate not being able to repair things. And I mean that like, not even just emotionally. I mean like that across like my entire life. Like if I have something even down to like a motorcycle, right? Like if something breaks, I want to fix it. And if I can't fix it, I get frustrated. And that completely applies to the rest of my life. Um, so Jeremy, if you're asking us how to stay in the present, I don't know if we're the best dudes yeah. to ask. Well, you know what? I don't know if, but, you know, if I was thinking about this for myself. Uh, I'm pretty good at like, actually, as I'm saying this, this probably doesn't count at all. But I feel like um, I'm pretty good, like especially at, like at work or if I'm like doing an activity. Like, um, like I feel like I'm pretty good. At, like for instance, like right now we're doing a podcast and there's like obviously other things going on in our lives. But right now I can be like, I'm here. here. I'm yeah. here. And like, I want, like, I'm like, this is fun for me and I'm allowing myself to be here. Uh, I think for my work, my work, like I've mentioned, is it's like, it's stressful. And there's some days where I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I can do this. These guys know, like, I, uh, <laughs> when I see them on, uh, on Saturdays, it's usually before one of my, sh- my shifts and it's a Saturday. So Mike and Martin are both off usually. And so that means they're both about to go do something probably fun. <laughs> they're going to probably go get lunch or something. And so, uh, it's hard. I'm like, uh, I'm like, all right, gotta go to work. But then like, once I get to work, I'm pretty good at like when I'm there, I'm like, I'm here now. Like, yeah, I'm here. So I'm going to, I want to be the best I can while I'm, while I'm there. I want to be present for the kids. You know, I want to, you know, I, I think I'm pretty good at like, uh, like I used to say this at my old, at, at a daily brew, uh, like my old job. I used to, I used to like. I'm a pretty like passive person as far you know, I don't really speak up too much about things that bother me or whatever, but the, for whatever reason, the times where I like, you know, have the, what is it? Have the pants with the nuts in them <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, is when somebody like says like, I can't stand when somebody goes, oh, I got four more hours left. Yeah. I can't fucking stand that. And yeah. so I, whenever people do that, I would just say like, uh, I'd call them out. I'd be like, Hey, like, you're here. Yeah. Like, don't worry. Like checking your watch. Is not going to make the time go any faster? Like you're here be present. Like, you know, do your job, like work, like this, it, like giving a countdown. And it, it probably just more for me. Like, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Like I'm already here. I'm clocked in. I'm not, I'm, I'm committed to the next time many hours I'm here. Like, let's just try to enjoy our time. So, and it's just coffee. That's what, that was like my, that was like my go-to, uh, saying for everything i was like i think that i think that just stems from like people not wanting to work in general yeah you know what i mean like it feels like a like you have to do it but it's not necessarily something that you know most people enjoy um which is crazy because working at a coffee shop is fun (laughs) which and, and i guess you know now that you said that like i do one thing i could say is this for me personally 
if I need to focus and stay in the moment and stay in the now, I have to do something. I can't just sit around. Um, and that, that's when my, that's when my, that's when the thoughts of the past or present or future or whatever, um, really get the worst is when I'm just sitting around. Like, even if I'm watching TV or something like that, like, I was going to ask if you're able like, to, I can't watch TV and like turn off the, my thoughts of other stuff. Like to me, I love watching TV and I love watching shows, but it's almost like a secondary thing to what's going on. Mm. So I actually absorb more, like if I'm watching a series or something like that, if I'm doing something, like if I'm editing or I'm working on something and the TV's on, I'll get more of the show than if I just sit down and watch it. Because I could be watching it and there'll be like this really cool fight scene going on and my head is completely somewhere else. It's like this crazy ADD thing. But if I'm like on my phone and I'm, and I'm like scrolling through Instagram or something like that. And there's something on on the TV. I'll absorb more of it. Just like having like my hands do something. So that's why like when I'm alone, when I'm by myself, like I'm in my garage and I'll just be like, Hey, I think, I think the bike needs an oil change. I think I need to clean something. I think I need to fix something <laughs> because like I'm doing shit mm-hmm. and that keeps me here and with what's going on. Otherwise I'm spaced out completely. Or freaking yourself out. Yeah, or bumming yourself freaking out. myself out or making myself really sad. <laughs> Dude, I just, it's funny. I would have, if you, <clears throat> like, as you're talking, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty, I can just, I can just kind of turn off and just watch whatever. But I don't. I, uh, I play, I have like this, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> it's like a, it's like this, it's called Gardenscapes. <laughs> and, I, and I play, and I, I play this game when I watch TV. Or like when I watch a show or even a movie sometimes. Yeah, maybe. No, yeah, movies sometimes too. Not in the theater. I'm not. That's rude. Yeah, I don't. In the theater, I don't. But uh, at home, I definitely play this stupid game. I don't even like. I don't even know if I really like it that much. I think it's just something that I, I do. I have to do when I'm watching like something. So like, okay, for for movies, would you rather watch a movie with somebody that will like talk to you during the movie or with somebody that just like. Don't talk to me to the very end. Uh, th- are we like at a theater or are we like at my house? Either or. At a theater, don't talk to me. Like at all? <laughs> no, I mean, you can't. Like I'm okay. <laughs> like as long as you're like, you know, it can be, you know, yeah. Like, uh, what was that? Who's that? Was that anything? That's like my brother. <laughs> my brother's like. Your, your brother's really funny, dude. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, was that something? I'm like, no, dude. Or like, <laughs> or like he'll. <laughs> What was that? I'm like, dude, I'm literally watching this at the same time as you are. <laughs> like we were, no fucking idea. <laughs> we were watching Shut Suicide up. Squad and he would pause it and then just ask questions and yeah. then start playing it again. Well, I mean, for that, I mean, I don't know. That's at home. I guess though, it's at yeah, home, it's so I don't, yeah. I don't mind. Um, I can definitely like watch something and, and be talking and, yeah. and still enjoy it. I guess it just depends on what it is. Yeah. Um, if it's my first time seeing something, uh, maybe I, I don't know, maybe I don't want to talk. If it's a horror movie, I'll probably be the one who's like, hey, what's up? So like, I don't know. Dude, I, we need to go watch a horror movie in theaters. Mm. I took Philip, who never watches horror movies, to see it, the first one in theaters. And he was like, what are we watching? Yeah, poor Philip. Like, it's, it's a great movie. You're a shit cousin. I know. <laughs> Awful. Um, yeah, man. So I guess for me, living in the present would be just, keeping myself busy so that I can allow myself to be in the moment and present um, versus, you know, 
it because like it's the ADD brain. If I try and focus on just this, I'm gonna be, you know, completely shot and somewhere else. Yeah, but I think I'm with Jeremy as far as like the future. Yeah, kind of, kind of stresses me out. All right, <clears throat> we got a couple questions from intern Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, intern Harry asks, what impact has touring had on your relationships and what would you, and would you have done anything differently? Um, so I actually wrote a song about, about, uh, like just how touring ruined like chances for me to like to have like relationship romantically. Yeah. Cause I remember there was a time, especially when like MBR like, uh, I don't really think like what I feel like it had to have been before, um, like my ex Stacy. Stacy was a good girlfriend for being in the band. She's, she's like, she's like shockingly cool. Stacy was, Stacy was a good girlfriend. Yeah. She's like super understanding. Like, uh, she wouldn't trip if like we stayed at someone's house and they were girls, you know, she's like, did you, did you get to sleep? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, good. Or like, were you guys out of the snow? Yeah. It's like, all right, good. You know? Um, but it takes, it takes a lot of, it takes not having a lot of insecurity to yeah. date somebody that's in a band. Yeah. Um, but before that I was, I was like running into like, um, like I remember I was like, I had this like streak. This is gonna make me, it's, it's not as cool as it sounds, but I was like, <laughs> I would like talk to these girls and then, um, and then they would be like, "Oh, that's cool. You're you're in a band," um, and like, "Oh, that's cool. like I, you know, I get it that you travel." They and then like, <laughs> and then like, you know, I'm like gone for like two weeks. <laughs> like not even the tour's not even like halfway done, and then they just like be like, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I don't, you know, maybe we'll talk when you come back. I don't know." Yeah, like I'm not gonna wait. It's like, all right, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. But uh, yeah, I would just, I definitely had. It was hard for me to like um, date. Especially just because it was uh, most people just most girls like then, you know, you want to if you date somebody, you want to date them. You want to be with them. You want to see them. And especially at the time we were gone a lot. Yeah. And so that was very difficult. Um, a lot of my friendships in general, like it strengthened the good ones. And then it like killed a lot of them. A lot like. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what was it? What? How how were friendship how were relationships affected? Yeah, would you have done anything differently? What impact did touring have on your relationships, and would you have done anything differently? Um, what I would have done differently. I wish uh, I wish talk text was a thing <laughs> more when I was touring. <laughs> I feel like that's become like my favorite way to like communicate now. It's because it's like I don't like I don't like like texting. It's like, uh, and I don't like talking on the phone. So it's like the perfect middle thing for me to just be like, hey, what's up? Um, he says that but his messages are like a minute and a half long it's never just a hey what's up it's well like, i know but it's like <laughs> but it's, it's so much faster than having to text everything i don't know how to just say it voice messages from mike are like hey so um you know i was thinking that oh dude what's that <laughs> what is dude watch out bro what's going on <laughs> sorry this dude next to me was holding his coffee and he almost hit my car um <laughs> Anyways, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was saying, I was thinking that. <laughs> oh wait, there's. Oh, 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 he dropped his coffee. <laughs> yeah. 
Which is awesome. It's, it's like, very entertaining. Well, then it's like, I'm like, I want to start over. <laughs> oh, dude, I was so mad at this. Okay. Never mind. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What happened? So I was, I was talking, I was talking with a friend of mine and uh, he just need, need encouragement. So we, we were having like a pretty good discussion about, um, kind of a relationship, relationship issue kind of stuff. And so, uh, I started the message. I started the message with him, uh, at about central. Mm -hmm. And when I got to your house, uh, -huh. So that whole time I was doing a voice, a voice. Oh, thing. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We were in it. And as I'm about to send it, Martin texts me. Mind you, we're <laughs> at the same house. We just both got to your house and he texts, he like, he, or he called me to be like, Hey, I can get in, I can get in Mike's house. I know his code. Yeah. And he erased my freaking long -ass <laughs> message. I was so mad. <laughs> I was like. Was cool. That, was that the day? Was that was the day we were picking up? I was picking up the camera, right? I think so. Yeah. Which is which? Yes, Martin has a code to get in my house. You should. You probably should it by this point too. He he told me, and I forgot. Just always forget it. Yeah. Um. So, it's funny because like, to me, my house is open to my my friends and family, like you know whatever. Uh, but my Nest camera is like super delayed on getting me the notifications that somebody's at my house. So like. <laughs> When I walked into my house, I was like, oh, Mike and Martin are in the backyard. And then as I'm walking to the backyard to like go meet them, my Nest camera goes off and I see Martin walking into the house like 12 minutes earlier. I was like, like that is not helpful. Nest, we need, we need to talk about this. We, 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 need, to, uh, we need to get this uh, turnaround time a lot faster. Yeah. Anyways, impact of relationships or impact of touring in your relationships. I've only had two real major relationships like while touring and one was like right when things were starting to I guess get serious um and you know like with with that relationship I was I can admit, I was very selfish in the fact that like I this, playing in a band playing music was something that I really wanted for so long that when the time came for me to actually be touring and be on the road and stuff like that. It was like this, <clears throat> we got an offer. I think it was to, to do, it was potentially to do a short run with, um, suicide silence, mm. rest in peace, Mitch. Um, you know, and for us that was like, Oh cool. Like, yeah, we, we would gladly take that run. And I remember that was right at a time where my girlfriend at the time was wanting to do a vacation in like Spain. Whoa. And I'm like, hey, I'm not making a lot of money, but uh, like, you know, and then the tour came up. And so I remember telling her, like, I, you know, I may be on this tour, like I may not be able to do this vacation. And I think that was like one of the tipping points mm. where it was like everything was like really about me and what I was wanting to do, which looking back, like I get I get it completely. Um, but at the time I was like, yo, this is this is what I want to do with my life, you know? Um, and probably for her to be like, Oh, this is going to keep happening. Yeah. Yeah. So like this is going to happen for her to be like, bit. yeah. Is this something I'm going to just <clears throat> learn to be okay with? Or is it something I just don't want to have to deal with? Yeah. And then the relationship I had after that, um, I was on warp tour and I was getting all these messages from back home about how my girlfriend at the time was like, 
skinny dipping with other dudes and doing all this wild stuff. And I was like in denial. This is what I remember. <laughs> so, you know, that was, that was rough too. So touring in relationships, it's tough, man. Like it really is. It takes a certain type of person, one that's not insecure and two, that's like very trusting for, to, to make that relationship work for me. Like, like for me, if I'm in a relationship and I'm with somebody, like I'm, I'm in it. Like no matter like, yeah, there's obviously there's temptation all around for guys and girls, you know, and we're, and unfortunately we're living in an era where it's almost like glorified now where it's like, Oh yeah. Like how, how many times can you like, you know, cheat on somebody or how many times can you be with somebody else? And like, which we're like toxic relationships and like everything, all this is shit is like glorified now. And it's like, it's crazy to me because I always felt like when I had a girlfriend, it just felt like, it felt like one less thing to even like worry about. Yeah. Like it just felt like, yeah. Oh, I don't have to worry about, I don't have to worry about this. You don't have to worry about girls anymore. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I, I don't know. It just, it takes a certain type of person. So like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I personally would have done anything differently because at the end of the day, like the reasons that my relationship didn't work out really had nothing to do with touring it more had it more it had more to do with like just having different ideologies and and like i said moving in different directions and then for the other one it was you know that was a nightmare but, so what would you have done differently i don't think i would have i don't think i would do anything differently yeah, yeah i guess I wouldn't either i think that's the one of the few things that like i don't i wouldn't have not toured. I know what I would have done differently. I wouldn't have come home early from Warp Tour. <laughs> I wouldn't have come home early from Warp Tour because that was just a that was a dumb move. You're, you're young. I was young. You're young and uh, yeah, young and impressionable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's a story for another time. But <laughs> can't can't save everyone. <laughs> Um, what about you? Would you have done anything differently? Uh, I think, I mean, like I, I was kind of joking, but the whole, like being able to have like a talk, uh, recording where yeah. would have helped me to like, I think contact more people and yeah. been in touch with more, more people. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, it's hard because I don't, yeah. I, like I'm going to say like, more thing about this. I don't know that would have really changed anything. I don't know that really could change anything. Yeah, I don't think so either. So, yeah. No. <clears throat> Good question, Harry. Intern Harry. He's our intern, even though we haven't really discussed anything. And uh, intern Harry also asked. Well, we have big plans for him. We have big plans for him. How have people helped your mental health throughout your career? Ooh. Good. Like, talking mu- good music career or, or regular career or both? Uh, let's go. Let's go both, man. Um, I definitely have. I have. Like especially so when I was touring, and it's funny whether they knew it or not, they were like big for me on tour. I had several people that were like a big deal to me on tour, just because they were either I could come, I could like basically like pick their brains about something if I was like struggling or something, and they could mm-hmm. help me through it, or they were just a good conversation to like they could just doesn't matter what's going on, just good energy. Um, so I definitely had like there's like three people that I can kind of like wrap. I think of that were very helpful for me when I was touring. And then, um, 
I think I haven't been in my professional career that long. But you had school. And yeah. Some of the same mentors that have carried over. Yeah. Um, I definitely have had, uh, I had some, I had help. It was nice. It, I I think my professors in my school were really cool. Um, as far as just like being able to like give you time, like if you had anything, you know, it's always like assignment. Like the question starts with like about the assignment, but then it's like, yeah, I've just had a really hard, you know, <laughs> you know, sorry, like, <laughs> yeah, I've been struggling. Or, yeah. And then they always had really cool things to say, but, um, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely had some people. What was the question? How, how, do, how have people helped your mental health throughout your career? Uh, they just gave me an opportunity to like, to talk. I have someone to li- have someone listen to me when I needed, when I needed to talk. Um, I had some friends that just gave me some really good advice. Um, you know, I, I, I used to pick a lot. I used to pick people's brains. Um, especially, especially like in the last, I'd say like the last like two years of touring. I, I actually started to meet actual therapists on tour or just like people who like, you know, had some kind of experience, mostly like, yeah, mostly therapists, I guess. And I would just like pick their brains. Cause I wanted to know like, how I was like, how do you, how do you protect yourself? How do you, how, how are you, how do you turn off from uh, what you hear? Um, and so they kind of, yeah. So anyway, like I, I just heard different, they tried, they gave me pointers, but eventually I just needed to like learn how to step away. And then, uh, I create better habits to like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like cope, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Um, for me, for the most part, like I, I think I've had a, like a lot of good people around me that have been like a really good sounding board, I guess. Um, I've, you know, I had a lot to learn, <laughs> um, especially like the past, say like 15, 10, 15 years, like, you know, like is when I, even the past 10 years is like where I probably learned the most. Like I had, you know, like I was the prime example of like fake it till you make it. Um, and then just like really starting to believe my own hype type thing. And like, like I, I can admit that I had like a really bad, like I would get angry about when shows weren't good or like Mm. when, when, you know, kids didn't show up or like whatever the case may be. And then it was just like really humbling later on to, to really just see like the reality of, of everything. And then I, I also like, I had a very, like, I had this idea that like, had to be known like people needed to know who I was. I felt like that was like the key to success is to people knowing me. And then like when I, when I finally like, cause I, we had the band and then when that kind of ended, I did the solo music stuff for a while. Oh, we just lost the camera. <clears throat> we did the solo music for a while. Um, and then, um, at that point it was just like, um, like I, I just have to figure out, you know, like what's next, what am I, what am I going to do? And I kind of stepped away from everything. And when I stepped away from everything, like the amount of people that just fell off and disappeared was like eye opening mm. to me. I was like, Whoa, like this was like, our relationship was strictly based on the fact that like, Hey, I'm in a hardcore band. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, so like, 
so like it was just this long stretch and period where it was just like okay i get it you know um so there was like a lot of like humbling there and like okay maybe people knowing who i am doesn't matter maybe people knowing what i do doesn't matter and I, and then i just stopped talking about all the stuff like i don't I, if i meet somebody new like it's a while before they ever find out that like i played in a band or i did music or like i even you know, I mean, if, if I met them through, like, you know, I have the new new band now. Mm-hmm. If we meet them through that, then obviously they know. But it's never, like, yeah. a point of conversation to be like, yeah, hey, this, this is what I do, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, but, like, throughout that time, like, I've had a lot of people. The, the few people, the people that have stuck around, the people that have been around and have kind of, like, um, seen me through it all, like, have all helped in their own way even if it was like indirectly. Um, so like there's, there've been a ton of people, whether they knew it or not, that have really helped kind of mold, I guess the person I am now or the people I, we are now, hmm. you know? So we should probably <laughs> fix, the, fix camera. the camera <laughs> or we just keep going without, without cameras. Cause how long, how long will it take to, it's going to take a while to charge that. Oh. Yeah. The battery died. Let's just keep going audio only. Sorry, video people. Only five of you watch it on video anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So we got a couple more questions. Harry had one more question. Mm. How long have you and Mike been together? Hmm. Well, (laughs) I think we really started hanging out a lot more when Martin left, right? Yeah. Well, we also, I think, I mean, we've been friends for a long time, but I also think that like the pandemic is what started us hanging out together a lot more because everybody like hunkered down and settled in with their girlfriends and their wives and their families and stuff. That's what, uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think when we really started to become each other's like support. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> support we were... for being like, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, I guess, yeah, whatever. Fuck it, we'll share. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like I've always been really good about being single and like, and I've been in this for a lot of it, you know, uh, was cause I really wanted to finish school. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely have to say that a couple of times to, you know, people just let be like, Hey, you know, I'm just, uh, this isn't a cop out. I, I literally need to finish school and, uh, this is kind of my focus now. Yeah. And that, that's, that was real. And then I think I remember the first time I feel like it was with you, man, where I was just like, yeah, man, I'm kind of lonely. Like I wish, I wish, uh, I kind of wish I could date someone now. I think we were barbecuing and you and I like, People were inside, like they're with their girlfriends, and oh. you and I were out there, <laughs> you and I were out there by the grill, and we were talking about our moms and how our moms were like, hey, it'd be really cool if like you would date somebody, oh, and then God. that's when we started opening up about the whole like, like being single thing and yeah. being at this age and being single or whatever. Yeah, because I think up until that, I, I really, I really didn't like, I don't know, didn't really like talk to anyone about that. Yeah, you know. I think maybe my brother, but my brother, you know, that's more just him being my brother and just being like, hey, you know, is anyone in your life? <laughs> your brother who can also say like, hey, it may take a while, but, you know, you'll find that yeah. one. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I think there, there, I, I really think that like, also, yeah, you're right. When Martin moved um, to Arizona is when we just started hanging out more right. because it, that was like right around the time of that barbecue and then like the pandemic happened and then it was just like us 
so we started hanging out and then we just started working on a bunch of different stuff like we did the the far and hate uh <laughs> track should i tell the, should we tell this story then yeah, we're on it. yeah let's do it <laughs> so so norm okay so normally whenever i do i get if i get asked to do a guest spot for a band uh i usually not usually i always go to my buddy kelly yeah like he he already has like my settings <laughs> He like, has a preset for your has, vocals. Yeah, it's yeah. he's like it's set to go. Um, we have you know, uh, like we already have like a system of like how much he'll you know he'll charge me for it, whatever. And it's really not because I don't charge for for uh, guest vocal spots. Don't tell people that. Uh, I know, whatever. <laughs> but uh, but I, I mean I, there is a, a you know usually just do the fever Kelly because Kelly it's his time right, and we work that out. But. Uh, so I've been, um, and Kelly, like he, he has kids and a, and a job that he's in. He's very busy. And now mind you, Kelly has done NBR records and an NBR record. Yeah. Well, he, he, uh, he mixed, he, he mixed, uh, cycles. Yeah. He was supposed to do the whole thing, but that was a whole, that was like just some yeah, really <clears throat> sad. He, his, uh, his dad passed away, uh, as we were doing pre-production. Yeah. And so, um, we actually had to go with our buddy, Daniel Castleman and he kind of did it almost like as a favor to Kelly, not even to us really. Cause he was, yeah. he knew, cause he obviously knew Kelly and he knew, you know, it was tough. It was hard. And mind you, Kelly way more talented at this whole audio engineering thing than I am. <laughs> Kelly's a beast. He's, he's a beast. And, uh, and so, um, so I'd hit him up cause I, so, okay. So I'd been asked to do a guest spot for, um, my friend's band Farn hate from Spain. And, um, they sent me, they sent me the song and, uh, and I was, you know, so I hit up, was hitting up Kelly like, Hey man, uh, can we do this? Um, can we do this? Uh, I have a guest, you know, thing I want to do. And he's like, yeah, you know, he had at first had told me like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. And then when I was, when it was getting time to do it, I, I it was really hard to get a hold of him. He wasn't getting back to me. And, uh, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't take it personally at all. Like I, I he's busy. Like I know he's like really busy. So he wasn't able to do it. So then, um, and the guys from Far and Hate really needed to have the song uh, done. And so it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad, but I was like, ah, just see if Mike's free. So I hit up Mike. He's like, hey, man, uh, I don't know if you have any plans tonight, <laughs> but would you be down to record, uh, record a guest part for me? And, and uh, I, was, I was really busy at the time. Um, <laughs> actually I had, I legit had nothing going on. I'm pretty sure I was just watching TV and I was like, yeah, man, come over. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get so, this done. Let's record it. So then we came and recorded and, uh, it ended up being, it ended up, it went really well. Uh, and it's just like, we, it's like one of those like funny, uh, <laughs> one of those like jokey, it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's funny because, you know, Kelly's usually my guy and I've done, you know, several things with him. Um, and then I, you know, and then Mike comes through last second to do this thing for Farnhead and it's probably like the most like listened to or watched guest thing I think <laughs> I've ever done. And, uh, there's a music video for it. You feel yeah. the video spot, everything. Yeah. Boy, Jay Pash, you know? Yeah. So it was, it's cool. It's a cool song, man. I love that band. They're just, they're such great, they're such great dudes. Um, uh, Mark, the singer from that, from 
that band, uh, him and his friends like had they like it. They yeah, they they showed me around uh, Barcelona when we were out there, and uh, and they left the show early to show me around. And I just asked them. Uh, there's the, there's two cathedrals in Barcelona, and so I had asked uh, I had asked Mark. Um, sorry, let me go back. This is on the Never Say Die tour, and we played second out of yeah. seven bands. Then this tour had Terror, Six Your Guns, Comeback Kid, uh, more than a thousand, um, uh, punk, Obey the Brave, and I don't. And then uh, anyway, I like there's. I'm feel like I'm, I'm missing bands, but it's a it was a pretty big tour, and we played second, and so um, I had like quickly gone. I think I showered. And, uh, and so I came out and I was like, Hey Mark, I was like, okay, so there's two, these two cathedrals, which one would you recommend going to see? Cause I, I didn't have much time. I was going to have to just like, I don't know if I was going to get a camera, if I was going to get a cap or, or something. <clears throat> and so he's there with like a group of friends. There's like, I don't even know. There's a, a good amount of his friends that are there. And so he like just turns around and he like, they like talk and they all like, right. All of them like kind of nod their heads like, yes. And he's like, we'll take you. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, guys, what, stay, stay for the show. Because um, they all paid for the show. Like, it was, you yeah. know, I think we got Mark in, but. Uh, it's a, and it, I'm pulling up the flyer. from. I mean, you had all the bands other than Capsize. Oh, Capsize. Yeah. yeah. So Terror, Comeback Kids, Stick to Your Guns, Obey the Brave, More Than a Thousand, No Bragging Rise, and Capsize mm-hmm. were on this tour. And that's a, I mean, this is an Empiricon tour. So it's yeah. a, like a big, this was 2014. Yeah. So, so, um, I was just asking like which one they'd recommend me going to and they were like, no, we'll take you. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 guys. Like, it's okay. I can, I can just tell me which one you think I should go to and I'll, I'll go. And they're like, no, 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 no. We want like, we want to show you our city. And so like we all, we all left, like they all came. And then I just spent that night, uh, that were that, you know, evening just, um, they're like driving me around. They were showing me like cool spots. You know, we went and got coffee. Sick. It was cool. It was so, it was so, it was so cool. And like, it's rad that they did that. You know, they didn't have to do that. Yeah. And so, um, and so I was like, I was stoked that when, uh, so the Mark came out here, uh, after, like maybe what, like two years ago? Was it two years ago? Yeah. At the little brewery where we all, yeah, yeah all hung out. And so it was cool being able to have him like come out to, and then like stay with, uh, stay with the fam. So, um, Anyway, so yeah, so doing that guest part was was really fun to do, uh, and it came out it came out well. It's a good good song. I was happy that they had uh, invited me to do that song. Yeah, it's I, it's a banger for sure. It's a good it's a good song. I'm trying to find the date of that show, but I don't see it on here. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um. So, what do you think? We got. Two more questions, which I feel like could spark up a massive debate, and I think we're running over our time, <laughs> so I think we should save them for next week. I will just say, we'll just say them real fast. All right. So, so Mitchell <laughs> asked, <laughs> uh, "Is water wet?" Yes. Is it though, or does it make things wet? See, I'm telling you, this oh, is why. Dang. This is why it could be. Oh shit! Okay. Like, is is water itself wet, or does water make things wet? It is wet, dude. <laughs> It is. Moisture is the essence of wetness. 
and wetness is the essence of beauty. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I feel like we can go deeper into debate in this. So, question number two mm-hmm. is pee stored in the balls? Oh, pee is stored in the bladder. Okay. Right? Yeah. Why are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> you work, you work around doctors, right? <laughs> the, so yeah, it, pee is not stored in the balls. Um, <laughs> other things are stored in the balls. Yeah. Um, but P is not. Sorry, Mitchell. But thank you for the questions. But thank you for the questions. Uh, and then my friend Kate asked, uh, how are you guys doing? And I think we kind of did that in our mental health check. Yeah. So. Yeah. Overall, we're good. We're good. Uh, With that being said, for the video people, I'm sorry. This last, like, what, 20 minutes or so. Uh, we had technical difficulty and lost the camera, but, but like you said, only five people, really like I said, only five people really watch <laughs> it and who knows actually makes it to the end. We should do a poll or how about this? If you made it to the very end of this, uh, podcast and you were watching the video, or even if you made it to the very end of the podcast and you were listening, send us a message that says, uh, <laughs> raccoons for life. Send us a message that says raccoons for life, and we'll personally shout your name out on the podcast. Yeah. See who made it to the end. The brave one that made it. Video or not. Video or not. Sick. All right, guys. I think that's a... Once again, help us out. Please give us a five-star review. Uh, Follow us. Tell your friends about us. Uh, Social media platforms at walkingblindpod. Uh, You can email us, walkingblindpod at gmail.com. Um you can uh, follow that link tree that's on our Instagram. We've got, <laughs> we've got an OnlyFans. Yeah, you know, don't know if you've noticed or not, but um, make sure to check that out. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Yeah, thanks for hanging. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt 
Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.